0: You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox from Halos in the Infield, and we're here doing another podcast with my co host,
1: Fernando Mendez. Welcome, everybody.
0: Yes, sir. And we have a guest on the show. His name is Javier Reyes.
2: What's going on, everybody? And where are you from, Mr. Reyes? I hail from the absurdest land known as New Jersey, uh, oh. a wild land, let me tell you. But I cover the Padres. I know. There you go. The curtain has been lifted uh, pretty, pretty. And look, it's been rough, man, because not only have they been bad, but also they play late a lot of times. So especially what happened last week. And let's just say it's, it's a lot of long,
0: long nights. So long, dreary nights. <laughs> so I take it the smell of New Jersey is matching the Padres on the field.
2: That is correct. That is one hundred percent correct. They are, and and that's the funny thing about New Jersey is everybody likes making fun of New Jersey, including people from New Jersey. Uh, which is like that's kind of what's happening with the fighters right now. I feel like the fan base hasn't totally accepted that it's just it's just looking real real bad. I, I don't think they're doomed. This isn't like a Mets team, which we're recording this uh, right when this drama has been unfolding with the Mets and it's just like gives me brain worms. Like I just can't stand hearing about the Mets for like the dumbest reasons most of the time. And um with the Padres, it's basically just been this team and we we played the Angels this weekend, this team that's been, I don't know. I, I don't like being hyperbolic and being preserved the moment, but uh, I think that they're, a lo- they're closer to reaching that level of historic collapses. I'm sure there's been worse before, but the Padres yeah. are at least, they're starting to enter like the, what what are the, the different phases of the earth? There's like the core, then there's like the crustaceous. No, that's drastic stuff. What's the, there's like the stratosphere. There we go. That's the word hey, I was looking for. Where we're like at the stratosphere. We're not at the core of all time collapses, but we're definitely at least reaching the stratosphere for sure.
0: I think when it comes to the way we look at it is as angels fans, the longtime ones have remembered like the 95 season, you know, for, for us, we were 12 games up at the start of September. And then lost the damn division and lost out in the in the one game wild card. That was a historic collapse. I think mm-hmm. what you're talking about with the Padres though is this just uh, coming together of such great talent over the last yeah. like, one to two years, and they were like paper champs basically. Because I, I was telling everybody, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, you know, this is the one team that's finally going to knock the Dodgers out of that division run. <laughs> and now we're looking at where the hell the Giants come from and why are the Padres in third place?
2: Yeah ah uh, uh, I mean look I actually don't hate the Giants whatsoever I like that team one of my five favorite players of all time is Hunter Pence I just thought that guy was just insane to watch play I don't know how he was good with that swing he was so much fun had so much energy I love Hunter Pence <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a big yeah. nerd too um so I don't I don't hate that all right and it's a little frustrating to be like oh god damn it where did this even come from mm. but the Dodgers thing I mean obviously the, the hate runs true and and it's funny because i didn't understand totally the dodgers hate for a while since i only recently started following the padres and becoming more of a fan of the culture but the more it goes on like i get it they're so whack like compared to like all the other (laughs) like even like so you have like those big market teams the dodgers fans not the dodgers fans i don't want to generalize too much but they're just a little like it's a little cornball-y i don't know they just don't aside from bookie bets it's just kind of like all right like Justin Turner is just kind of whack to me. I've never understood that the love for that dude. It's fine. I love Kershaw. Like, I got, I should say, I love, I have love for Kershaw. Like, I don't like, I feel bad that people are always roasting him for the playoff success, even if it is true. Uh, but yeah, seeing the Dodgers <laughs> succeed true. and then, it's
0: I, I mean, yeah, for too. sure. <laughs> it's true. It's
2: true. I mean, seeing the Dodgers succeed, especially after the deadline and everything that transpired there, it's just been, it's been bad, man. And, and I really think that the culmination of badness, just to, you know, on top of the Dodgers thing is, Last week's, I think it was 28 innings that they went, and I stayed up until 4 o'clock in the morning because I'm on East Coast time, and I just wanted to die. Thankfully, I'm doing a lot of part-time work all over the place, so it's not like I had to be up at 7 o'clock or just just literally want to die, but uh, it's it was still rough, and I just – it was it – was, that might have been the last time the Padres are talked about for the rest of the season because it doesn't look like – there hasn't been any reason to believe that they're going to kind of make a comeback in. This weekend series against the Angels, they win the first game, which was, which was nice. I mean, with Joe Musgrove on the mound, he's like one of the only consistent pitchers, pitch, consistent players on the team right now. So that was like, all right, that's nice. And then they get just bombarded in game two because Ryan Weathers is the worst pitcher in the league. So, uh, yeah, it's just not – if anybody can't tell, I'm very sad about the Padres.
1: No, no, that's fine. We love the, uh, <laughs> we love the real emotion. That's kind of where we've, uh, we've made a name for ourselves, just being real fans. You know, not sugarcoating it, not hiding it. So my first question, are you a lifetime New Jerseyan?
2: I am indeed a lifetime New Jerseyan. Uh, not my parents' side, no, but uh, for me, absolutely. Uh, I've bounced around like a couple times, but for the most part, always been Jersey. And I mean, I made fun of it before, but I still kind of got love for New Jersey, to be honest with you. It's fine. I, and I also live in a <laughs> okay. really great county, so I'm pretty good.
1: Okay. okay. I travel out there once a month, literally all over New Jersey. I, I got to know. Why can't you make left turns in that state?
2: <laughs> I mean, can you make any that's, turns? Like, I don't fair. think there's anything you could do in Jersey, like, like whatsoever. Like, it's just kind of like you just kind of go, you know, you just go and you hope that you don't run into like those New Jersey drivers, you know what I'm saying? Or, oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Dare I say those New Jersey people uh, in a lot of ways, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, pretty, it's very difficult out here for sure. Well,
1: if you're, if you're trying to avoid those New Jersey people, quote unquote, uh, you have to stay away from the gas station because unfortunately mm-hmm. the ones who pump your fuel are those New Jersey people.
2: A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New Jersey and Oregon, for those listeners who don't know, are the only states where you still can't pump your own gas station.
2: So, yeah this is true this is true yeah. hey as a lazy man i don't mind it but like you know just in general it's a little weird yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like be go anywhere else and they're like yeah what are you, what are you looking at me for do it yourself and i'm like wait this is so weird why is this the
0: only thing where there's
2: only two places that this happens hilarious
1: okay you brought up the trade deadline so i mm-hmm. want to ask you about that as somebody you know who, who covers the podcast. Mm-hmm. walk us through the trade deadline You know, the the height of the, we're going to get Max Scherzer to the belly flop of, we didn't get it.
2: Uh, Height and and belly flop is correct. I mean, I'd argue that the belly flop at least can be fun sometimes. Uh, (laughs) This was more like, this was more like, I don't even know. You guys ever seen Crank? Yeah yeah this it was like the end of crank when he just jumps out the airplane with no yeah, parachute. Yeah. it's like all right there's like all right there's a one point there it's like oh the one guy gets killed but then now it's like oh we're just gonna fall to our doom even though i, I don't know what that's a that's a movie everybody go check that out if you're ever bored oh my god crank is awesome <laughs> some yeah. things don't age well whatsoever but like it's just oh my god just it's just well. being yeah most of it does not age well but the idea of a guy who has to basically just nonstop be doing something is an incredible thing. Now could be done better. Some insulting things in that movie for sure, but absolutely. Uh, but anyway, back up back on the Padres. Um, yeah, it was, I think that the way I view it is I don't think the Padres deadline would have been considered as disappointing or as heartbreaking if it wasn't at first reported by the narc, That is Ken Rosenthal. I I actually got love for Ken Rosenthal, (laughs) but just the fact that it comes out and some people are saying, "Well, he said it's close to a deal." You should not have gotten excited. It's like right because nobody's ever said close to a deal that ends up being right. It's it just happened to be that this is that one where it it was just not totally entirely accurate. Uh, I imagine there might have been something true to that rumor. They were probably interested, but it never materialized, and the are just kind of sitting there, and we're just like, "Uh." And what stinks is in theory. The Padres shouldn't have been that desperate for a starting pitcher, at least in my opinion. I think you take you could take a flyer and some random back end of the rotation guy, maybe. But you didn't need a Max Scherzer, in theory. Yeah. Uh, shout out FanGraphs uh, before the season started that had the Padres ranked as the top rotation of baseball, and now we're signing Jake Arrieta to deals Jake Arrieta famously uh (laughs) trash uh not to be mean not to be mean actually you know I will be mean because Jake is a little little bit of a jerk uh just so that that's fine and he (laughs) he comes in he's terrible against the Rockies and now he's on the IL so that just shows you where the Padres are at if Snell had been good for most of the season if Lament stayed healthy if Mackenzie Gore formerly known as the top pitching prospect of baseball didn't take all these step backs people were just assuming he was going to debut this year that didn't happen we're hoping for next year and you just combine all of that stuff together. You Darvish post sticky stuff uh, crackdown has been really bad. Just came back off the IL, gave up four runs against the Dodgers or whatever. Blah. blah. Uh, so that that wasn't great. And then Ryan Weathers, who was kind of this this beginning breakout story for the pods, even though he doesn't have that high ceiling, it was nice. He kind of improved his control uh, in the off season and also didn't lose the velocity. And then he following that after last year, I think that makes sense, uh, after last year's postseason, then he does the same thing again. Increases the velocity, but still kind of has the same level of control. But now everybody's just turning on him, and it's, I think there was, I don't know about what happened this past weekend, but I think before this past weekend, his ERA since July, there is 14.26. Oh, very um, good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm. well, let's we'll see. Let's see what happened <laughs> in that series. We went to, uh, my boy went to both games, Fernando. He said, the, and, and with the Angels, I mean, we'll talk about them in a little bit, but like, they were flatter than a pancake on Saturday or on mm-hmm. Friday. And then Friday, Saturday's yeah. game, when they came up, they had, you know, when I was there, there was so many Padre fans there. And the talk going around and hearing the Padre fans, you would have thought they were in first place. Like, they mm-hmm. were very rambunctious, very excited. Like, like they had all their gear on, all the spinners, you know, the chains. And- yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, on Friday, I had a Padre fan come up to me in the parking lot and be like, why do you shoot for the Angels? They're trash. And I'm just thinking <laughs> in my head, like, that's how I know you weren't a hardcore Padre fan because any <laughs> hardcore Padre fan is not going to talk trash. Like, were you, you clearly weren't there three years ago. You know what I mean? When the Padres were not good.
0: Because here's what happened when, when Mayfield hit a two run homer, they went up 3 nothing. Uh, the the Padres fans were loud until that point. And then when he hit that homer, uh, right before that, there was a guy saying, why are you guys so excited? You're fourth place. So when Mayfield hit the homer, I'm all fourth place, fourth place. You know, because like <laughs> it's like, they were. I was like, dude, well, you guys are starting to talk for the first time like Dodger fans. Like we're starting to get. Yeah. You, you guys were nice to us before and we were nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's yeah. going on, dude?
2: What do we yeah, do? I have no beef with angels. My only beef in life is Red Sox and, and the Dodgers. Like that's it. Yeah, I'm I, good I think with everybody a- else. Fans
1: do might agree with you actually
2: it's like it would be for me it's it's those two teams and then if there's an individual player that i could think yeah. of like yeah, yeah. like i mean he's on the diners now but like i can't stand joe kelly i don't like massive bubgarter guys like that um there's i don't like jake area <laughs> like guys like that um but for the most part it's like i don't have you don't want to do i guess what's a good name for it like the, the philly effect you know how, so philly you fans want to meet everybody they hate everybody. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're in their division. They hate everyone. They fight their own players, literally. Go it doesn't
1: matter if, them. yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't matter if you're on their team. <laughs> well, it okay. doesn't matter if you're on their
2: team. They, was it Mike Scott or whoever? I think before last year's NFL season, he wore like a Sean Taylor Washington uh, football team jersey and was there, and then he got into like a fight with the Philly fans. Yeah. I was like, guys, it's Sean Taylor. That, that's what he's doing. What are you doing? He plays on your team. So it's just like, you don't want to be a Philly fan. You don't want to be with those. And the other thing about the Philly fans, is as soon as things go wrong, they're like, oh. like they, they're like, they become like the trash bag over their head and they yeah, become yeah. melodramatic in a second. So you definitely don't want to be Philly fans. Um, I so think the Dodgers, I'll, I'll say that about the Dodgers. They're not like a Philly fan type of fan base. They don't hate everybody, right? They just talk trash to everybody, but they don't hate everybody. They're just kind of snobby. They, the hate, they hate
0: They hate each other too. They're. I think they're trying so hard <laughs> to be the Yankees fans like or try to be Yankees of the West, and they just aren't. And they've tried for so long, and um, and, and we've gotten into several arguments about that. They're still butthurt, like, even though they're supposedly the champs we don't count last season because of COVID, but they they are still so butthurt over
2: the Astros. That's, <laughs> why, they're, that's why they're <laughs> the so Astros season, huh? Yeah, I mean, Astros season, dude. Look, I'm actually of the belief that I, I'm not saying I like the Astros, let me be very clear. I always have to say this when I bring up this take, but like yeah. I can't lie to you and Astros Dodgers World Series would be tantalizing like that would be yeah I would be so invested in that like the drama that could unfold when Joe Kelly throws at Carlos Correa's head and we all have to act like that's okay to do for some reason <laughs> uh, like yeah that's fine <laughs> they cheated at baseball try to break his skull Joe <laughs> Kelly goes, You're off. I'm so I hate that guy so much but like and don't get me wrong I get it but I just think that would be incredible because also the plus side of that is if the Dodgers lost <laughs>
0: oh yeah, the yeah, slander
2: yeah. y'all mm-hmm. thought the Clippers dropping uh, to Denver uh, two seasons ago was bad. Uh, well, at least for baseball Twitter, it will be a, just a lightning rod of slander. If they were, if they lost to the Astros, that would be that that's actually their redemption arc. If the Astros do win, like that would be their redemption story, especially if they beat a team like, if they beat like the Yankees and the ALCS and yeah. then they beat the, that, that would be like, whew. we'll see. I don't it, know, guys. I don't know, guys. I think we got to just stop. It doesn't matter anymore. We'll see <laughs> as, Angel, as angels turn family- off the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: As Angels fan, before we get back into the topic, I just want to bring up the fact that, you know, the Atlanta Braves when that run back through the uh, late 80s and early and 90s, they won like 13 straight division championships. They got that one World Series title. Some people said, oh, man, you, you won all those titles, all those games. You only got one title. And the Dodgers are kind of in the midst of that run right now. But the, yeah. fact, the fact is they only did a 60 game. They couldn't do it in 162. And I think that's where everyone's giving them crap, and that's where they want to mm-hmm. prove themselves. I think that's why the the, the – Ownership is trying so hard to win this season because they know potentially with the new salary cap going down to 180, you know what I mean? Like, and in, mm-hmm. being a harder cap, they're up to 300 right now. They're going to have to gut that team, you know what I mean? If all those huge contracts. So, you know, that's why we're all encouraging, like, man, I hope that another team like Milwaukee steps up and punches them, you know, like, and takes them <laughs> out, you know, like, as Angel fans, we don't want to see them succeed, especially where we're at. And obviously the Padres don't. So, yeah, I just want to get that out of the way. But my question to you real quick, because you were bringing up the Padres pitching, uh, you know, woes and stuff like that. Where do you think it's gone wrong with? Do you think it was Rothschild that deserved to get the axe for that? Uh
2: yeah. I mean, that's a great question, right? Like I, so I tend to whatever comes to coach fire eggs on very rare occasions. I always view it as scapegoating. I view it as just, you got to blame something. Cause I yeah. think, I think bottom line is players play. You can, there's certainly blame to go for coaches and stuff. You can't act like they're, they're none in control whatsoever, but I don't like the idea, this, this presumption that that's the reason Blake Snell became the worst pitcher in baseball. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like th- that's just a little bit too much of a stretch for me, but that being said, his first start, Blake Snell, uh, right after Larry Rothschild gets uh, gets um, fired, he goes like eight innings against the Dodgers, straight yeah. out 13, and unfortunately gives up that home run of Will Smith, which I don't think was totally his fault. I think Will Smith is yeah. really good, and it was just a uh, a good hit by him, especially because he took it out of the park. Jesus. Uh, but he looked really good. He looked like OG Blake Snell. I don't know why they kept him in the game, which is a whole nother thing, speaking of people that uh, are getting fired. Jace Tingler might be. Uh, might be one of those. I can't. I can't get a good feel for it. But uh, really I don't know. So well. It's 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 kind of a. It really is an amalgamation of sadness for the Padres in the rotation, right? So with Darvish, you could point to sticky stuff and just how look at his ERA. It was like a two point whatever. He's he's an all star. All this stuff, and then ever since the RPMs and stuff is going down, he's not terrible. But it's just all the earned runs that he's allowing. He allows a lot more big hits than he used to. So he's not looking good, and then with like what like I mentioned with lament and Weathers, Weathers is just bad and probably was a guy that they should have sold on. Um, He's still young though; he's still young, Uh, but he's probably a guy that we should have realized was going to regress, even if not to this extreme extent. Lament can't stay healthy. Uh, Lament has that slider that, and I believe his injury. like his, what was it? Like his hip was the recent thing he had. People said that like he relies a lot on that when it comes to throwing his slider. So that's probably why he's been out for such an extended period of time. So that's really hurting. The hope that you have to have with the Padres is that also it's not just the pitching, man. Like if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I imagine everybody understands like WRC plus, like the Padres have a lot of guys below 100 right now in that category, excluding Tatis since July 30th. I believe Tommy Pham has a 45- Adam Frazier has, like, a 56. Uh, Trent Grisham – oh, no, Grisham has been okay. But it's just, like, Will Byers somehow has the highest WRC plus since, like, July 30th, yeah. which which isn't great. It's just – but that shows you, like, how much their offense has been bad. And check out this. Just – I know I'm being nerdy right now. Sorry. I don't know no, why no, I you're usually good. don't do this. But, uh, like, with runners in scoring position this year, Tabby Fab has a WRC plus of 27. Damn. <laughs> which ranks the worst among all qualified batters in the piece. And- and he and he had a what great- the hell? Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, he had two months where he was like a top fifteen outfielder just because yeah. hit for okay average, which is whatever. But most importantly, the guy had like a four hundred on base for like two months. Yeah, yeah. he had, he, had, yeah. he yeah. does not swing at anything outside the zone whatsoever, which is still the positive of him. But considering that he's not necessarily giving you Joey Gallo level defense or anything, when he's not hitting, I mean, it's just it's bad. And that that runners in scoring position, I was like. I knew he hadn't been that great. I swore that I've only seen him hit, like, one RBI this year. And I say that as someone who watches the Padres every day. I swear, I've only seen it once. I I don't know. This is obviously not true. He's got, like, 50 or whatever it is. But I've only seen it once. So, you know, take that with what what you will. But he's just – oh, my God, man. Like, I don't know what happens. Right? Like, I don't know – there's a difference between guys going from superhuman level to just being like average okay players versus being bottom of the league. Like Trent Grisham, what happened? Tommy Pham, what happened? Adam Frazier, the yeah. fraud yeah. known as Adam Frazier, who apparently took hitting tips from Eric Hosmer and decided to hit everything on the ground now. Seriously, go look up his, his ground ball rate ever since he got to the Padres. It's skyrocketing. What, like,
1: wasn't he one of the, the best this? hitters in baseball at the trade? When he, was. When he came
2: over? He was, in fact. Thank you for bringing that up, Fernando. He uh, led the National League in hits, and now he's losing starts to uh, Jerickson Profar and Hasan Kim. Uh, Not to insult those guys, but let's just say they haven't had great seasons. And uh, in this Angels series, he sat out for the third game in a row. That doesn't sound exactly like this guy who was supposed to be the big acquisition for the team. I mean, he was, based on just what they ended up doing Daniel Hudson being the other one Uh, and he's just been a disaster some people have been telling me dude you should just we knew he was due for regression it's like okay yeah I didn't think he was gonna hit 340 for the rest of the year but you're telling me he's he's worse than like Clint Frazier that he's worse than like Isan Diaz of the Marlins like that's what you're telling me he is like that's a little bit much for me so it's still a little bit of a surprise and it's it's nightmarish. And and in fairness, I, one thing I do agree with the fans on in this respect is I didn't think they needed a guy like Fra- Frazier with his skill set. I thought they needed like a little bit more slugging. Like obviously they missed out on Joey Gallo, but that would have been the perfect match. But for me, guys like Robbie Grossman, who I think is very underrated over in Detroit, would have been a nice uh, get for them. But that didn't happen. And uh, here we are. Here we are losing games to. Uh, you lose, you split the double series oh, against don't the say Angels. It. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Well, it he, was too late. You know, we late. were
0: surprised. I took a picture and posted to our page and like, wow, we have 10 runs. This is I was
2: not expecting this. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I was like, Yep, you're giving up 10 runs to the angels. Okay, whatever, it's fine, but most importantly,
0: you can barely score I mean, two. I,
2: yeah. Can we talk about actually no, I don't want to talk about it. We got no hit by Tyler Gilbert in his first ever major league start. That was awesome. By the way, he plays for the Diamondbacks, the worst team in baseball. You get swept by Colorado. It was 3 out of 4 against Arizona. And we play Arizona actually soon and I the fact that I can't tell you confidently that we'll win those games or at least the series just speaks volumes to where the pods are right now. It's it's not looking good and what what the worst part about it all is like it's not like they couldn't get the wild card. They're only like two games out right now. Like they still can. But, you know, there's that Ted Lasso episode, the hope that kills you. Yeah. Uh, that might be what's going on with the Padres and their fans right now, where it's just like everybody's just so – they don't want to – they feel dejected, and that's what this team has done. Tatis looks miserable in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, like, he just looks sad. I don't know if that's just because the team's playing bad or if it's him in the outfield. I don't know. I can't read minds or anything. It's because a little kid so threw sad. a baseball
1: at him yesterday. Really? there's a little kid in, like, the first couple of rows. who threw a baseball at Tatis, in the middle of the game and was like, can you sign this?
2: <laughs> uh, oh okay i mean i get it if it was a little kid be like i'd ah, be like a dumb little kid as little kids are. i thought you meant like it was that uh the bot like alex verdugo at yankee stadium oh, like no. oh, no. thrown at him no, uh, no, i was that. like who dares touch my guy like <laughs> like uh, you'll oh, yeah, no, for no. me uh but yeah i mean he's just so sad man like it it's sadness i don't know what's going on with the team i don't know why every time right they went on friday then they lose by eight runs on saturday trent grisham he hits that Three run game tying home run a couple of weeks ago. Then Daniel Hudson blows it first batter to Colorado, of course. Every time you feel like they might return to not even slam Diego, but a just do anything Diego. I can't come up with a good uh, pseudonym or whatever at the moment, but they're just not performing well. And I don't really see it getting better. The only thing that you could say is just the theory of positive regression where they've been so bad that since this is baseball, not football that they might just be due to win 10 games at some point, I guess. That's all That's all I can hope for.
1: Well, there you go. See, Angels fans, we brought Hobby uh, uh, Reyes on. Uh, so you guys <laughs> know that we're not the only franchise here or podcast hosts that are going through this. I mean, you know, I don't think it's going to take a genius for you to know, Javi, that this is just how it is with us Angels fans. Mm. You know, we're talking about a team that hasn't been – he's been playing flat lately, a team that hasn't – had good pitching lately I you know from an outsider looking in I want to ask you what do you think's going on with the Angels from uh, maybe your perspective from from my
2: perspective I mean it's a team that certainly tries I'll give them that like it doesn't seem like they've they've got ownership like Oakland where they're like Marcus Simeon I don't want to pay you 11 million for one year in fact I'll prorate it over 10 years it's like yeah that's ownership problems where they're just being super cheap like ownership does come in and be like all right Anthony Rendon, come on in. They bring Shohei, who's a god, obviously. Uh, they, they've signed Mike Trout to a long deal. You bring in Justin Upton. And I know that some of those deals haven't worked out, but there's at least, like, a willingness to try, which I guess is a positive sign. But they've just been this top-heavy team for so long, aside from that one year that they made the playoffs with Chat. I forgot when that even was. Um, 2014. 2014, yeah. And that was, like, <laughs> the the one good pool holes year that I remember, too. Yep, and, yep. like, and, yeah, and, again, and another – another contract like with with our pool holes and it's like there's certainly a sense of trying but it's just been a top heavy team for as long as i can remember to be honest with you it's always that you have trout otani rendon but then it's like they don't have their 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 Crona worth they don't have their i mean i've been having fun watching him lately nestor cortez they don't have these like random developed players that can come out and be productive even if it isn't for like an extensive Period of time they can't they just don't have a team they just have like an NBA team where it's like we have the three stars (laughs) who gives a crap whatever what what else is the team right instead they're just this team that is perpetually linked to baseball discourse as being the team we're all rooting for because we want to see Trout in the playoffs this year we want to see Otani in the playoffs but they just don't have everything else Rendon goes down with an injury who's probably playing hurt the whole year. It's just, it, it's sad. It's, it's one of those teams where I think general baseball fans are, are rooting for it. Seriously, even, even teams in the division, heck, might be rooting for the Angels just to be like, they have all-time greats on their team. We just want to see what it looks like for them to do well. And uh, from my perspective, I don't know how they fix that. I don't know if it's an ownership thing. I don't know if it's management-related things. I mean, Maybe it's,
0: it's this guy. It's this ours, guy. guy. Maybe it's her. that
2: you, 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 um, the ownership is willing to pay, but also it's like, well, does ownership hire the right people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's another part. Just go ask the New York Knicks. You know what I mean? They, they'll they spend money every now and then the Knicks. But it's not a coincidence that there's been this one guy, I think, that's owned the team for 20, 30 years or whatever it is now, and they just always have these bad GMs and yeah. bad decisions yeah. to be made. Yeah. At some point, it becomes an ownership thing, and I think that's what's happening with the Angels.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely hit on the nail because, like, already behind me, he's hired the worst guys as far as GMs. He's he's cut scouting up until this year is the first year they went out and drafted pitchers, got serious. Uh, Fernando knows about all the players that are coming through the pipeline that that will fill those roles that you were talking about as far as players that make the benches, like your chrono and things like that. Because I think that's mm-hmm. the thing you could go back to the Padres and say, well, hell, they've had a great farm mm-hmm. system for the last mm-hmm. three, four years or more, and then they've been able to fill, uh, fill in the gaps with good signings and, and pickups. So that's what was per- perplexing to us as Angels fans. I know as Padres, uh, Padres fan like yourself – this year is the fact that you know we can kind of like look and see okay well this is why we you know we don't have chemistry the training staff sucks because we have so many injuries um Mm -hmm. you know this this and that the pitching wasn't good because we signed one-year deals looking at the padres me and fernando were saying all year like damn we love their team chemistry we love how they celebrate we love their little you know the fans are into it you know it looks like this team is rock solid but we can't point to one thing like i know you were trying to say you know some of the things with the pitching and stuff like that but like Eric Hosmer, dude, that dude, like I know you guys went from like, oh, he was so good to now we got to trade him and we can't get rid of him because of his contract. And because yeah. you need a power hitting first baseman, especially in that division. And he's yeah. not giving you anything. Um, and then and like you brought up Frazier, you know, I didn't realize he was hitting so many damn ground balls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's just I, I don't know where to go. I mean, that's why we brought you on. We're like, dude, we're, we're so perplexed looking because we could find our warts on our team it mm-hmm. seems like you're like the same way like damn what's going on it's just like
2: and with the fraser thing it's funny because it's like my mom heard about this too and she was like well he's an idiot why was he listening to eric Hosmer?" and i'm like you're not wrong <laughs> yeah uh, that's, that's that's kind of a thing because there's like this video circulating of when Hosber was like do taking batting practice and like with adam fraser and everyone's like this is he should <laughs> he should be sent to jail uh eric Hosmer <laughs> yeah. for what he did to adam Frazier should um, be like assisted murderer of a career <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly and I mean, the one thing I will say, not to be full negative, I guess, on this year pod that you guys were so gracious enough to invite me to, uh, I would say there's still some flexibility. The the good news about the Padres not making those huge moves at the deadline, they still have assets, right? So they still got Mackenzie Gore, who I mentioned earlier. They -hmm. still got Luis Campisano, CJ Abrams, who's out right now with a big injury. But he's probably going to be a top five prospect. If he isn't already, I think he already is, he's probably going to be one of the top ones since a lot of those other guys at the top, like uh, Baltimore's Adley Retchman, like are probably going to get called up. So that's a guy that could be playing second base or somewhere in the infield next year. And even if you don't like him as a prospect, whatever, bottom line is he's an asset. And the same thing goes with guys like Robert Hassel. And then you have Mike Clevenger coming back next year. Yep. Myers's contract comes off the books after the end of next year, which which is funny because he hasn't even been the worst player. He's just slightly above average, you know, right fielder, basically. Um, so there's definitely some things to be excited about. You still have El Nino. You still have Trent Grisham, which was a, a robbery of a trade for the most part. Mm -hmm. Although I think, was it Luis Urias that they gave up? Who's actually been doing a little bit of something I think over Milwaukee, but anyway, uh, bottom line is Grisham's very good. And and he hasn't taken that next step that I want him to take next year, but he's still young. He can get better with the bat and he's still like a gold glove kind of caliber outfielder. I know he hasn't been literally gold glove caliber this year, but he means still, he's still up there with a defensive run saved. Like he's still very good. Um, if you're not the best in the league, that doesn't mean you're bad now, Uh, just for everybody who's complaining about Grisham's defense. Um, so you still have that to look forward to. Tommy Fan won't be on the team next year, which means there's probably going to be some sort of replacement. I don't know what they'll do, but, and also like Preller is the one who got us here in the first place. Let's not turn on him totally. It's not his fault. Blake Snell couldn't pitch at all. Come coming to San Diego. Maybe he'll have a bounce back season next year. There's still hope, right? This isn't a team totally like devoid of any hope they still have really good players they've got a decent enough farm system it's a lot more top heavy than it used to be they don't have like those back end sort of um, moving chips that you can just give away and, and bulk packages to get somebody but you still got some players man and you've still got some major league talent and Cronenworth is like a top level asset in the league because he's not getting paid anything he could play every position he's got good defense OPS over 800 like he's a really really good player especially like he's it. basically this team's Ben Zobris he's basically yeah. the the Padres version of Ben Zobris in almost every way he's very very good and he gets pumped too man I love watching that guy play when he had the the what was it the game tying home run against Philly a couple weeks ago like he was pumped so like he's, oh, he's yeah, really with fun to watch. He
1: almost robbed it right
2: yeah, but he almost got it. Yeah, that was the nuts part for sure. Um, I will
1: say, if Jankowski would have made that catch, that would have been one of the best catches of all time. He
2: just missed it. He did just miss yeah. it. I was and me watching, it, I was like, "Who's oh, he's, he, he's going to catch this? Is it he? he's going to catch this?" Oh, yeah. And instead, uh, a similar catch happens. I guess in terms of just a. a Depressing catch with the Dodgers series. Oh and yeah, yeah. Uh, So I guess it, it came right back around eventually. You know what I mean? I was like, I knew yeah. the happiness couldn't be there for long. So in fairness, there is a little bit of of hope with the Padres in their system. Preller is the one that got us Cronenworth in the first place. He's the one that got you Tatis. He's the one that got you Joe Musgrove for basically nothing. He brought in you Darvish who hasn't been working out lately. But even still, there is stuff to look forward to and unlike previous Padres years, they're clearly ready to spend money now. They are no longer the Padres of old. They have new ownership groups, ownership group that I like, but have some issues with, especially in regards to some of the minor league stuff. But they've been certainly spending money. You cannot fault them for that. The the hope, though, is that they don't go all in and just spend on 30-year-olds and signing guys to too many long deals. You got to have a little bit of a mixture. That way you can compete with the the Super Dodgers. Exactly. And the Giants, too, for that matter, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, well, I don't know how long the Giants' uh, run will go, but it definitely they made, I think, the biggest free agent splashes in the offseason to get where they're at. Just the right moves, the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, I think the Padres right now are in a position, just two games out, like you mentioned, against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, you know, for us, we would love to be only two games out because, like, <laughs> we were saying, like, six, seven games out, like, hey, man, let's just take one game at a time. we got to creep into it, not scoreboard watch. You guys, it's it's now approaching September. About th- you know, good full thirty games or so, a little bit more over. You guys got to do some scoreboard watching because obviously Cincinnati's not a, in your division. You can't control what they do. I don't know if you guys already played them twice or uh, or got them out of the way in the Central. Yeah, you already have. So like, um, yeah. so right now, you you know, they control their own destiny, and you guys yeah. just got to play your games one after another. And a team like the Dodgers are going to be right there trying to keep you out. But um, yeah, absolutely. I, I would love for you guys to make the playoffs. Believe me, I think as uh, Angel fans, me and Fernando are pulling for you guys because uh, we want to see the Padres go in there. And if, and if they could be the team to do the damage against the Dodgers, I'm all for it, man.
1: Let me say, hey, the Padres schedule for September looks rough. Oh, yeah. It is the a... Astros, the Angels, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Cardinals, the Giants, the Braves, and ending with the Dodgers. Oh, That's about as hard as it comes
2: and then in october just to kick just just in case oh do we at least get one final okay so oh no it's three games against san fran at the the very end of the year so it's just it's uh that's that i think also which which we didn't talk about is one of the reasons it's been so depressing because we knew we had a tough schedule uh post all-star break but it started off easy you have miami you have arizona then colorado then uh, arizona or colorado twice whatever it was and instead you are completely helpless against those teams including the the no-hitter and now you have the tough teams after Arizona like like Fred just mentioned it's tough man like even the Braves and the Braves have really vaulted themselves into being a, a contender I mean they lead that division right now and then you got Houston who we kind of own over the last year which is kind of nice but even still like this team isn't beating anybody so I can't you know I, like I said no numbers to it no actual hardcore analysis it's just, just if the theory of you've been so bad that at some point the talent level just has to rebound to t- some degree i don't know what degree maybe that's 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 what'll happen maybe they'll randomly beat the giants uh, they have two more series against them i think they'll win you know six out of four out of the six games or something like that right like that'll happen and maybe it helps them but i don't know man i don't know it's it's not looking good for the padres and it's it's sad to admit because even when things weren't going great for them everyone was like all right they'll still get the wild card now yeah. that's in question what,
1: what, what do you if you had to boil it down to one singular thing at this moment? What do you think it is? Is it the starting? Is it you know you know the injuries in, in general, to your starting uh, rotation?
2: I'd say I'd say if I had to do just one, I would say the the rotation. There's been there's been too many bullpen games, uh, and it, don't get me wrong, they're well equipped. If they have to do that every now and then, they have one of the best bullpens in baseball. But now they're gassed. Uh, Like, I don't, I really think I can't emphasize enough. Like the Ryan Weathers, I know he's young and he's a rookie, but like pre-July 30th, his ERA was like 2.7. Now it's 5.5. You know how hard that is? (laughs) Like like, That's actually kind of hard to do. Uh, Even you Darvish's ERA is still like at land like 3.6 or something like that, right? Like it's very, very hard for you to regress that dramatically. That's the problem with the Padres. They don't have guys that have regressed to being average. They have guys that have been regressed to being Genuinely, some of the worst players in the game. That's the issue. I don't mind if Adam Frazier becomes an average player, a Tyler Wade of the Yankees. Like I said, I've been watching them a lot lately, so that's a good example. Like an average dude. You're not an all star anymore. Okay, but you're an average player. We have the superstars. We have Tatis and Machado. It's okay if you're not going to be a superstar. But instead, it's either you're up here or absolutely in the toilet. And the problem is, the guys up here, they're not even right there anymore. They're also with the toilet too. So yeah. it's, just kind of, it's just kind of hoping that these guys light a fire do something and have they, have they
0: had a team meeting at all that you know of like where it's the <laughs> players only
2: yeah they uh, reportedly after they got no hit Eric Hosmer came in and I, I don't know if you guys know the um you know like the hamburger meme the ham- not the hamburger, the hot dog guy, where it's like, we're all trying to figure out the guy who did this. Oh. That was Eric Hosmer giving a conference, basically. It's like, we don't know who is the fault here, guys. I don't know who it could be. You know what I mean? but we're, we got to find them. Uh, and the funniest part is Hosmer hasn't even been the worst like batter on the team as of late yeah. which is i mean he's the worst value for sure and he's like yeah. the biggest problem but in terms of just in a vacuum he hasn't been as bad but even still yeah it's like we're all trying to figure out what what has gone wrong and it's <laughs> like it's you dude yeah. and apparently you doomed adam Fraser to oblivion so uh-huh. there's that
1: like a space jam situation except like neither of them gained like more talent
2: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) it's like thunderstruck space jam it's just they both touch the baseball and nothing happens they both (laughs) just are bad now
1: i forgot about thunderstruck thunderstruck space jam same movie
2: (laughs) yeah thunderstruck is thunderstruck is in like mike is the other one by the way like mike is yeah i love like mike like mike rules uh thunderstruck let me just say, my my man Durant can't act. I'm sorry. I love you, KD. But maybe <laughs> maybe today's KD maybe might maybe he picks up a couple maybe. things. But Durant and Thunderstruck real bad acted. Let me tell you, I still haven't seen That's Space my Jam Two. Can't act. Yeah, I still haven't seen Space Jam Two yet. I've been waiting to I just just get Dude. blitzed with my friends and watch it, but we never got to. So I really want to do that again. <laughs> You're looking to watch some bad acting
0: because I mean, look, I had someone tell me, "Hey, man, I, you were you were too hard on Space Jam Two because I like I wrote something about it." And uh, and I'm like, oh, it's it's I'm like, because they were like, well, it, it wasn't like a what is an Oscar performance by Michael Jordan back in the day either. It wasn't meant to be like a serious movie. It's like, yeah, I know, but like, it's sort of like you know, he couldn't do his own spin. You know what I mean? Like it it just seemed to try to copy too much and. It was kind of really bad.
2: So now I can't it. wait to see it. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I, wait. First... I love watching bad movies. So yeah, if you love it. it,
0: then it's right up your alley, bro. It's right up. I alley. can't wait. I'm very excited <laughs> for when I
2: finally sit down with my friend and catch Space Jam too. But that, that's basketball, right? And, and we need like a baseball, dumb baseball movie. We're due.
1: We, uh, we we're due for movies. a
2: dumb baseball movie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: have the Airbud movies.
2: <laughs> we have the Airbud movies. So the last one was like we had 42 Moneyball. What was the last baseball movie? Is there one I'm forgetting?
0: I don't remember uh, what the
2: last baseball movie was. I think uh, we're due for a baseball arm. movie. Was that the last baseball movie? I oh feel like it might
1: because I think that was after – that was definitely after 42. I And that was – I'm pretty sure after Moneyball.
0: Well, I know they made a bunch of movies in the 90s, which is great, but they, <laughs> they kind of tailed off. I mean, you had the Angels in the Outfield, which was a terrible, terrible movie. Hey, uh, I like that movie. <laughs> and part two. I didn't even know there was a part two until recently. So that was there's
1: also a part three, which is Halos in the end zone. Don't watch that one.
0: Oh, and there's also if you ever watched uh what is it uh, Major League Three, that is a terrible baseball
2: movie. Have you ever, mm-hmm. you guys ever
0: caught that one? That one's I bad. never caught no. the
2: sequels. I've only I only saw Major League for the first time like last year, twenty twenty. Uh and, and really enjoyed it. Even if, again, another movie that has some stuff that doesn't age well, but like it was, it was really fun. Charlie Sheen, shouts to a famously normal guy. Um, like he, he, was good in that too. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, we're due for we're due for a baseball movie. I think we are. We need to write this, man. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You Come go. on, write <laughs> Angels in the yeah. Outfield too. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. There would been Angels in the Outfield too, except it's called Angels in the Infield. There you go. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I told him. When he was like, we're going to name our podcast Halos in the infield. I'm like, is that too close to Angels in the infield? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: man. Hey, that's that's how it's done these days. You just kind of have a, a ripoff of some name. Not a ripoff is a strong term, but like, you know, you just kind of – Yeah, a little, yeah, more yeah. Wordplay. Everyone loves a good pun and a little good reference. Yeah, we're try- what you
0: mean. we were trying to keep it in the same ballpark. No pun intended, but uh... – <laughs> Oh, boo. <There> <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. Um, All right. Um, but- go ahead. No, go ahead. You
1: got it. Okay. I was going to say, um, so a couple of questions before, you know, we end it. Um, so as far as the rotation next year for the Padres, how much do you see it changing? Who do you think will be out? Who do you think will be in next year? Um, just because you say that's probably your biggest uh, fault at the moment.
2: Yeah. It's probably still going to be Darvish, Musgrove, Snell. And then the question is how, when does Mike Clevenger come back? How ready is he or whatever? And then that's that's the weird part is that fifth spot, right? It's basically – so it's Paddock, Ryan Weathers, Mackenzie Gore, uh, Denelson LeMet, uh, and then someone else that I am blanking on right now. Who am I blanking on? Did I say Chris Paddock? Um, yeah, you, you said so, Chris Paddock,
1: you said Mackenzie Gore. Yeah,
2: like it's it's going to kind of be a mishmash of them, right? Like, And they might even start – like they might start to consider using LeMet in the bullpen. We don't know. Like there's a lot of questions with that with that rotation right now, a rotation that looked like it was going to be invincible, basically. But I don't know. There's no early indicator on it. I think that a lot is going to depend, too, on how Gore progresses. I would not expect him to be on the opening day rotation. I think he's like a second half call up for sure. Um, But like in terms of the rest of those guys, like Paddock isn't exactly earning his way back right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he also even before pre-injury had been a little bit better than 2020 but still a lot of the same issues especially with the fastball uh not really connecting as much even if he did start adding the curveball more but there's still potential there so i I don't know it's going to be one of those things where they might spring training might really matter like like, in deciding that last rotation spot um especially if Lamette isn't healthy you
1: guys have a lot of log jams like infield is one of the biggest log jams in baseball i mean you have a lot of guys who are you know potential all-stars you have a lot of guys who are still young and controllable. Well, I guess uh, Kim isn't uh, controllable. Well, he's controllable, but he's costly, I should say. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Frazier obviously was a great player with the Pirates. You guys are hoping he returns to form. Crosworth is uh, underrated in baseball circles. Criminally, just like David Fletcher, those are two guys who need to get more attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know how familiar you are with David Fletcher, but.
2: Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's solid, solid, you know, bread and butter
1: type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's people need to put some respect on his name. Uh, You know, obviously you have Tatis who's a question mark in the sense of is he an infielder. Is he an outfielder? Uh What do you think is going to happen with Tatis?
2: Um, I think that it, it's going to depend because I think a lot of this is also them trying to make, to make sure he doesn't put as much strain on his shoulder potentially just keep him from getting injured. So I think in theory, if he wasn't injured, he'd still be doing shortstop, but they're going to give him the surgery in the off season. It's just, They're using, they would, he would have had it right now if they were completely out of it, but they aren't, they still are, believe it or not, despite all the stuff we've been talking about in contention. So you have to hope that, you know, they, they remain in contention and all that. And then he gets the surgery and then he'll be back at some point next year. I don't know when exact, I don't know the timetable it would be. Um, But if he doesn't, if they, or I should say, if they keep him in the outfield, then that would probably be what makes way for a CJ Abrams or one of the 87 infielders they have. So it's not just <laughs> that Tatis has been bad defensively at shortstop. It's also that, like, it might just be in their best interest to keep him healthy and the fact that you might just need to put him there I don't know if CJ Abrams is going to be playing outfield he really hasn't in the minors all that much they worked him out a couple times but otherwise he's a second base shortstop guy so maybe you move Cronenworth over to first like I said you're right though like a lot of log jams in this lineup I wish that they could just shoot Hosmer to the moon and just be done with it and (laughs) you know give him supplies and all that he can watch the team have his popcorn and everything but like otherwise just (laughs) don't play for us that would be great um there now, as to the Dodgers. Confirm you. Maybe if you get rid of him somehow, that would be nice. But otherwise, uh, it's there's a lot of questions. It's going to be one of those teams you follow in the offseason for sure for a variety of reasons. Maybe they make a splash in free agency. I don't see that as much. I feel like they tried their their mm-hmm. darndest in the uh, off season beforehand, but uh, we'll have to see what they do. I guess, man.
0: Well, I think they're a much more attractive uh, place to go now with Machado and and uh, all the other guys, Tatis and everything mm-hmm. else like that. Uh, my last question, though, is not on the field uh, related as far as you're a fan of the Padres. Obviously, mm-hmm. you you like their new selection of jerseys or are you a fan of a prior, uh, you know, uh, jersey style that they had? In the past?
2: They have so that many. like, yeah, like the, the OG, like that blue one with a little bit of orange around the lettering of the Padres Assad, saw That's classic. The Tony, uh, the
0: Tony Gwynn oh pinstripe, right?
2: The Tony Gwynn yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Um, the 2000s yeah yeah exactly okay. that one's not too shabby but i love the uniforms they have right now someone disrespectfully said it was like pee and poo was oh, the thing and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i was just like all right dude with your red white and blue yeah i've never seen that before as a uniform color scheme so miss me with that shit and um sorry i don't know if i could curse no you um, can't you no, can't okay. can. Oh, lovely okay um like the last that. two minutes <laughs> And then it's like yeah. the Padres, like they, they have the, the Navy uniforms, which, which I get because it's like a San Diego's uh, yeah, more yeah. of a, like I get the that version of it. I don't particularly like them, but and for the record, I don't like any of the kind of military uniforms. I just, whatever, they just, it's never done anything for me. What can I hey. say? The camo and all okay. that. Right? I'm with like, I like it on my Call of Duty guns. I will say that though. There you go. Um, it, it looks, <laughs> there you go. Especially like the blue. I do like the blue camo. I think I kind of like the blue one. Have? Yeah that that one's not too bad to me. I do like that one. But um, so you
1: don't like the desert camo, but you do like uh, yeah. The navy I kind of like the okay. I kind of
2: like the navy one. I kind of like the navy one. Um, and then speaking of navy, I thought that their uniforms that they wore in 2019, so those, those just solid navy and all that. I was like, bro, it's like it's like you were the MCU of uniforms. You're like, how can we make this as dull as possible? No, I'm kidding. I actually like <laughs> love the MCU. Uh, like it's it's just like how can we make sure that we just do the general of what's expected, right? Like let's not be unique, even if it's a swing and a miss, guess what? I'm going to say it. I like the bumblebee uniforms that the Steelers have. It's different. I don't care. It yeah, changes yeah. things up a little bit. Yeah. And for
1: me, the guy's with, the crazy. Padres,
2: it, with the Padres, it's like, I like that they went back to this. I think it's, it's really good. I thought the Navy uniforms, it's not like they're awful. It's just like, this is so generic. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? And they, they changed them. And then in 2020, Slam Diego Padres are born. So coincidence, I think not. <laughs> uh, but then they're bad this year. So I can't really take credit for that.
0: I, I do like the new ones because it gives an homage to the old school. You know, mm-hmm. from the, from the late 80s, early 80s style. And then it also gives a new feel. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that.
1: I want my Angels to go back to, the, like, the California Angels. I, mm-hmm. I You know, I, I love those mm. uniforms. Like, the Carew the, the I was wearing last night, Todd. Those are the ones oh, yeah, I yeah. want to see back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I grew up in San Diego. I lived there for 20 years. So uh, my dad's a big Padres fan, so I grew up going to a lot of Padres games. I was an Angels fan. Uh, mm. But I got to say that my favorite Padre jersey was the sand color of 2004, like, when the Petco Park mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. days. Those were my Solid. favorite uh, jerseys. Solid.
2: Those are pretty. Those are pretty solid too. My thing is basically anti the Navy. It's there's too many teams in general that have that look. It's just it's the blues, Navy logos. Yeah, yeah, like it's just and not, they're not bad. It's just let's do let's be different. Heck, we're pink. I don't give a damn. Like it's 162 <laughs> game season. Like anything that makes it kind of look different to me is like refreshing and at least it's something yeah. to talk about. Even if it's making fun of it, at least it gives us something to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: All right, closing question I have is for all of us. This is going to be fun because I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. He's a big Padres fan. I went with him to the game. Um, shout out to Thomas. He watches. All right. If the Padres and Angels were to combine their best players into one team, is that the team to beat in Major League Baseball? So, what we had in mind was uh, him and I uh, decided that uh, catcher would probably be Max Stassi. First base would probably be Jared Walsh.
2: Please. Second, yes. base would be,
1: <laughs> second base would be Cronenworth. Shortstop would be Tatis. Third base. Uh, Ooh, that's going to be a tough one. That's a fun one. Rendon and Machado. Who, who are you guys taking between a healthy Rendon and Machado?
2: Ooh. Because, okay, so there's two things to this. I think when, when Rendon is at his best, he's a better hitter. For sure. That's why he got that big contract in the first place, but he hasn't had as many seasons of being great as Manny Machado. And mm-hmm. also just in terms of the health, because I, I do factor that into yeah. players, Machado has played the most games possible of any player in Major League Baseball since 2015. So I give a slight edge to Manny, but it's not enough. It's, it's not enough for me to like have that as my take. Randone's really, really good. Uh, and as of right now, though, I'm going to say he had the really great stretch with the Nationals towards the end. But he's also had some years where he was eh for the Nationals. Machado's basically only had one year that wasn't great back when he was a Baltimore. And a lot of that was fueled by bad luck, by the way. His yeah. bad was like yeah. 120 in the first half of one year. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> uh, so that, that wasn't really great. But I, I think I give a little bit of an edge to Machado, but it's close. It's really close.
1: Okay. What are you going to say, Todd, if you have to pick between a healthy Rendon, let's just imagine, you know, it's the Rendon that was Mm -hmm. the national because we haven't seen a good Rendon in the ages.
0: For I, would, I would take Machado again. Uh, I would take Machado for it. several reasons. Um, not just not just the way he the way he hits, um, not not too crazy about his hustle, but not too crazy about Rendon. Oh, stop either. it. Stop it. <laughs>
1: but but I will he's say He's not Johnny Hustle. He's
0: not Johnny Hustle. It's such a myth. It's a myth. <laughs> I just said he plays every game. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I will no. say he does, he he does do something that I like that some people don't like, and that is he's very feisty. He'll stick up for his players, he'll start a fight. And and oh, yeah. and we oh, yeah. haven't we haven't seen a fight with the Angels in a long time, so I'll bring that on if that's part of my team. I'll,
2: I'll take makes that makes them exciting, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll take that.
1: Hey, a couple of years ago we had a benches clearing brawl where some uh, bird, somebody named um, Omar Pujols waddled on over. Remember he waddled on over to like home
0: plate? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that that wasn't a real fight. We we need a real oh, fight. Machado yeah. can bring it. He'll throw a bat, dude. That's all
1: we need. Like a <laughs> Carlos <laughs> Quinton against the Dodgers, Zach Greeky kind of yeah. fight when Carlos Quinton full on. You remember that, Todd? Yeah. I, uh, he like ran into a Zach Greinke full speed and took out, I think broke his collarbone.
0: Yeah. 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 That, that was yeah. exciting.
1: <laughs> Quinn was a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Carlos Quinn. Okay. So third base, we're going to go with Manny then. Uh, Outfield. So I, I think one of those spots has to go to trout. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the other two outfielders? So who are we putting in the corner between? We got to field a team.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would just take Grisham. I feel like who am I missing from the angels right now? So, so right Justin now it's just Joe
1: Adele. Yeah. Just up to Joe, Joe Ooh, Adele. Okay. Joe
0: Adele. I don't, I think our guys are too young to fill in the right and left field mm-hmm. spots. I think it would go to the Padres for sure.
1: But uh, I mean, I might get Trent Grisham a spot. I say, I think I agree with that. I would go. Grisham. But who's the other guy. I mean, are we going to go with Will Myers? I love Will Myers. I'm a big Will Myers guy.
0: I think well, Will I love- Myers right now in his career is ahead of who we got.
2: I think Adele ahead there. of
1: Justin Upton. Yeah. But if he was mean, just saying
2: now, team, I think you take Myers. If it's anything else, I'm taking the shot on Adele or Brandon Marsh for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. I, I think there's still a couple years away from getting to where Myers is at. But yeah, a Grisham and Myers in the outfield with with uh, Trout would be awesome. That'd be a difficult team to beat. You know, um, I would throw some of our starters in the bullpen for the Padres and have most of their stars yeah. out there. Besides, <laughs> um, besides Ohtani and Sandoval and maybe to fit in the back end of the rotation. That's what I would do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, as far as our bullpen, we would basically have to take the entire Padres bullpen with the exception of Bryce. So of course. Um, now, who are you going to put a closer? Might be a, might be a situation, but I, I like mean, you, know, you can't go wrong.
2: I like Iglesias yeah. more. I think he can miss more bats. I still like Melanson. He does. If we could get two relievers, I mean, if we if we still had a healthy Drew Pomeranz, that might be my, like, setup man, I think, between the two teams. But yep. I actually like – I like Raziel Iglesias a little bit more. I think he can wipe out guys. I know he can be susceptible to that big hit, but so can Mark Melanson. He's a bit older, too. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit past his prime, I think. Give uh, me Raziel Iglesias. I like that guy. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Hey, well, and
1: then for starters, we're going – you Darvish?
2: Yes. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> yes.
1: Um – Lament when he's healthy.
2: Okay. Or Musgrove, I think, would be the second. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Musgrove. I, I, we have to take Patrick Sandoval. He's been great this year for the Angels. And then that fifth one, we're still in a situation where it's probably up in the air.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. A lot of guys to pick from. Uh, we'll have to work that out in spring training. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But, hey, well, we know it's late over there uh, in New Jersey, man. And we really <laughs> appreciate your time, Javier. So uh, Hey,
2: hey it, was, it was fun, man. This is an all-encompassing chat. You yeah. know what I mean? And you got yeah. to keep a happy face every once in a while. Us fans of these teams that are so are so sad, I guess. You know what I mean? A lot of times. But, uh, yeah, you got to keep the faith.
0: Yeah, I think best of luck to the Padres. I think uh, there's a very good chance I could catch them. Uh, hopefully you guys get hot like the Braves did, you know, because the Braves mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. You know, everyone thought they were done with Acuna. So maybe, you know, you guys had your rough stretch and maybe September's your
2: month. You know, who knows? Could be. Absolutely could be. You can definitely. This is a sport. I guess my final take of the pod is just like, I think baseball's frustrating because people watch the NBA, they watch football, they, heck, they watch soccer, they watch the NHL where, like, you just – baseball's not designed for you to have an opinion on a team. for It could be two weeks, and you probably still shouldn't have a take on the team because – Hey, remember when the the Phillies everyone got excited about them for 2 weeks? Like remember that? That was fun. That was adorable. <laughs> yeah. That was so adorable. It was like, "Oh, look at the Phillies." Oh, I was so the sillies. And then all the, and then everyone penciled in the Padres. If people watched just the Dodgers series, uh the twos that started the year with the Padres and Phillies, they're like, "They're in." Like these, these two teams, it's going to be awesome NLCS. Yes. You just can't have those types of takes in baseball. I think you can have them on individual players. You could but it's just it's a fool's game to have takes yeah. on such a long season that ebbs and flows so much. Mm -hmm.
1: Where can our uh, fans listen to you if they want to check out some uh, Padres or uh, check you out on Twitter
2: or whatever? Yeah, sure. So you can follow the Twitter page for Lockdown Padres, which is at LO underscore Padres. Lots of good memes on there. I do. If I do say so myself, Uh, there's also, I'm going to be co-hosting the IBWAA podcast starting soon, uh, which is the internet baseball writers association. I'm going to be co-hosting that with some two cool uh, folks Uh, That should be a lot of fun, just talking general baseball storylines, interviewing different members of the the org, and just talking about all sorts of stuff, really. I think it should be a lot of fun uh, with that sort of network that they've got over there. And then you could follow me on Twitter if you'd like, the idiot, um, at Javapeno. (laughs) That's J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. I have like a header of one piece in the background. That's that's my guy. And I do some writing on pop culture and stuff, too, uh, and whatnot. And just baseball. Great website that I that I work for. I'm a staff writer for that just kind of launched. So that's really fun. But uh, yeah, if you want memes and dumb jokes about movies, then go ahead. Check me out there. All right. Sounds good. Our listeners love memes. Yes. I mean, who doesn't? It's just you need it. It's it's a good pick me up. It's good. You could pick me up. You you just need it. Agreed.
0: All right, so that's the show for today. This is uh, Todd Fox along with Fernando Mendez. And thanks again, Javier. Any, uh, any final wishes or, or shout outs to anybody before we get out of here?
2: Uh, final wishes, final shout outs. Uh, hey, everybody, stop complaining about Ted Lasso. Shut the hell up. It's a fine show just because it's not as good as season one. Relax. God forbid we have a show that just gives you some good vibes, even if it's a little overly sentimental. Shut up. Stop oh, hating every single thing that comes out. Jeez, Louise. The hate is real. <laughs>
0: it is real sometimes, man. Jeez. All right. Well, Take care, everybody.